Welcome back to Jimbo for You, your best place to get the latest news on my depression. I hope everyone's doing good. Tonight's episode, we get really into mental health, stuff on having agency, medication, changing mental health providers, CBT, ACT, triggers, accountability, the whole lot. I'm so grateful to have Yasmin today. She shared a lot on how she's been doing and her struggles. So without further ado, here's the episode. Um, hey, okay, so we have Yasmin here. Hi. 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 Hello. How you been? Hi. Um, it's, it's been a while uh, since we've caught up. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things have, have happened. Um, a, a cool. lot of things. Not to, I know I'm interrupting, but just uh, I'm going to ask you the question that almost all of my guests really love. And that's tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm Yasmin. Uh, I'm in my late 20s. And uh, I met Jim uh, in a support group. Uh, and like we've been... We've been keeping in touch, um, just checking in on each other, making sure we were safe. And um, I, I'm a consultant, and um, I have been, I've been on this recovery journey for about um, this year is my 14th year. Yeah. 14th year, so you're a veteran. <laughs> um. Yeah, I should get a gold plate for it, right? Mm, do you like? Do, do we get like um, those sobriety chips? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a like, oh ten. Thing. Yeah, like a like a coin we get. Like oh, it's been Mm-mm-mm. ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, ten years. Yeah, I mean it's obviously it's not the same because you know when you're sober you have to like okay I didn't drink that's the requirement. But I feel like with uh, mental health, it's not like, oh, I've, I've, well, I guess if you're depressed, um, that would be a decent kind of marker. So it's like, I, I'm still alive after one year knowing that I have a tendency to want to possibly end it all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my benchmark. That's my benchmark, honestly, like. Um, every year that I love that I we're just been... really getting into mental health. <laughs> I, I keep saying that um, we can talk about anything. Oh, mental health, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing against it. It's just uh, <laughs> no, no, nothing against it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, no. T- uh, tell me, tell me more. Right. Uh, so. Um, th- this year has been a pretty challenging year mm. uh, because um, uh, so s- speaking of like you know chips and like um, you know what what kind of uh, what kind of acknowledgement do you get um, when you're on a mental recovery journey and like for me it's like um, every year um, that at, at first like every year that I don't take medication like it's a small win for me 
Um, and like, I, I feel like I can put in like a new benchmark now, which is like um, the year that I don't have a death wish. Mm. And I feel like that's a pretty big um, ask. Um, but it's a reasonable benchmark um, mm. in the sense that, um, uh, I, and I've been thinking about this, that um, the opposite of having a death wish, the opposite of um, being suicidal would be um, your, your level of, I mean, your belief in agency, in your own choice, your own sovereignty, uh, and um, tell me more that, about that's that. Where I mean, what do you mean by having agency, having sovereignty? Like, what it, what is that exactly for you? Um, it means that I do. I have a control, um, not control necessarily. Um, it's hard to use the word control because life is. You can't control it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Life is meant to be uncertain. And it's your tolerance in uncertainty um, that how much agency do you feel in uncertainty? Like that's the level of tolerance that you have towards uncertainty. And how does that translate to you feeling like you still have choices despite uncertainties? You still Mm. have a level of agency in making those choices you have the accountability and the responsibility and the power to make those choices despite the uncertainties surrounding it um, okay yeah. mm. um you, you I, I know you have a little bit more to talk about that but i just want to ask what's your relationship mm-hmm. with medication so why i mean right. like yeah um, um is it something that okay sometimes i would need it but I would like to not need it or is is that like your goal to not have to take medication to be able to have that agency you want? Mm. To me, um, taking medication is, um, it's, a, it's a kind of privilege and it's also a kind of, um, Mm, it's a symptom towards something deeper. Uh, it's also, uh, I mean, needing medication is a symptom of something deeper. And needing medication is also a very useful way of, it's it's a useful and quick way of like... Mm, Letting go of your responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, um, I, as long as I'm medicated, I'm fine. I don't have to change anything else. Something like that? Or? Uh, it's, it's more like um, if, I, if I need medication, it's only just for me to stay afloat and mm. not do any mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, and so for me, in that case, it's a privilege because not everyone has access to medication. Not everyone has access to good consult uh, from a good psychiatrist who can give you the right um, the right advice when it comes to medication and who respect your choices when it comes to medication um, and also 
um, they are they are willing to work with you at your level of um, uh, at your level of uh, steward comfort level uh, when it comes to medication. But I I don't I don't shun away from medication uh, in the sense because I um, I have definitely um, taken medication even just as a precaution. Okay. I'm just, um, I don't know what the word is. I, I'm interested in knowing why you consider it a privilege. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. some people would just say, yeah, it's something that I need. Um, but I don't really see it as, uh, yes, I am in a good, eh, I guess I can see how it could look that way but i don't see it as a thing that yeah i have access to it so it's a privilege mm-hmm. i feel like this is the, this is actually the first time i'm hearing someone say that it's a privilege so i'm just wondering why okay um so um i i had been in a like in a point where i was completely detesting medication because taking medication to me meant that to me at the time it meant that i'm not strong enough i'm too weak um i don't have control over my life i xyz or you mm. know all the negative uh at, at the time i was in a i was in a very very dark place and taking medication meant that i am acknowledging the darkness that i was um, being consumed by and that I and I cannot help myself which is a sign of weakness so okay. um, um, but I came to a, but that that mentality was not sustainable because um, not, it wasn't sustainable for me because I wasn't getting any other kind of help that could take me out of that darkness. Mm. So, um, it became a way, um, it, it, it was just, it, it feels like a very small window of like, of being able to catch some light. And that's what medication is to me. Because when everything feels very dark, even just like having some light is enough. And after I've take and after I've uh, become more uh, after I became more comfortable with taking medication, and I started feeling the effects that it has, uh, and it it was the right dosage. It was like it had it uh, had the right kind of side effects. Um, then I was like, okay, all right, I can see how it works for me now. I can see how it's helping me function. I am no longer antagonizing it. Okay. To me, it, it's a tool of getting me out of a dark place whenever I need it. And the best... Uh, and because taking medication is a symptom of something deeper, the, the point is to go beyond it. Mm. To, go, to, to reach a point where I no longer need medication. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, but I'm, and in that sense, I'm really privileged because if I did need it, I was like, oh, okay, probably should just go see my daughter, uh, and you know, get um, get a quick dosage um, of like I don't know, 
two, four, six weeks, and then maybe I'll be okay again. And that level of um, that level of realization, that level of um, being like comfortable with the idea of it, um, to me, that that whole mentality in itself is a privilege. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, being able to get the right kind of access towards medication. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are definitely people who don't have access to it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. feel like it's something that is, because I know for some, it's you kind of have to live with having to be medicated um, long term. Uh, but you feel like, at least from what I'm hearing, it sounds like, okay, medication, it gets you um, to a certain point, but then it's your responsibility to go further than that. Like, let's say, okay, it, it takes you to a place where you don't spiral and you don't have as much suicidal thoughts, but then after that, okay, it's time to fix what the deeper problem is and um hopefully once you fix that you don't even need the medication anymore yeah yeah like a benefit of having medication is like it gives you enough energy to to like be able to see some light okay in the darkness yeah totally agree um i mean i myself uh, don't want to risk it. <laughs> I'm just going to stay on it as long as my doctor sees it fits. Um, but yeah, it is something that I feel like if I can reduce, because at the end of the day, it's, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm in the group where I have severe um, chemical imbalance and I need it just to function. But it does keep me like you said afloat so as long as i'm afloat and then i work from there it's okay yep things can get better um my life is getting better and um yeah i'm at a good place and then i'll be like hey doctor um i don't want to pay you anymore so (laughs) 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 uh, can i take these meds off (laughs) but yeah 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 for me it's something that i hope i will get off of at some point yeah and i and i think um like that's also part of the um consultation that a good psychiatrist would give you because um they they would then be able to say that okay hey you um you know i you you probably need medication now so um given like all these different symptoms that you have um Let's let's target for you to you know take this for a while, see how your symptom goes, like for a few months, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatnot, um, and then once once the doctor is able to see that you're starting to become more stable, then they'll they themselves would you know start the conversation about okay, um, do you wanna um, do you wanna reduce your dosage? because mm. i can see that you know you're stable and whatnot um and then but and and it'll be a tapering off mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like probably like every um depends like half a tablet and stuff like that 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every two, four weeks, like, you know, some a dosage gets reduced, a dosage mm-hmm. gets reduced. Um, and then, you know, one day, one fine day, they'd be like, oh, okay, you don't probably don't need it anymore for a while. I'm fixed. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a symptom of something deeper, you know, that's. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Unless, I mean, I agree. unless that gets fixed, then, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess to me, it's, I I mean, I know you f- see it, it's a privilege in a different way, but for me, I guess I see it as a privilege as like, like if I, well, no, we're not supposed to compare, but I for sure know that there are people there struggling with mental illness that just needs it. <laughs> um, especially, I want to say, I don't want to sound ignorant. <laughs> um, I'm guessing uh, schizophrenia, especially those that manifest um, hallucinations and stuff like that, it does help keep that at bay. Yeah. Like when it comes to like mood disorders, um, uh, like bipolar and, and depression, those are negotiable. Mm. Um, uh, it, it, it's like a... Um, uh, you, you can have a conversation with your doctor about it, but when it comes to like schizophrenia, uh, and that's that's where the doctor is more in charge of like what's happening with your dosage. So, um, yeah. Again, tell me more about you. <laughs> where were we? Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, okay. See, let's. Because it's been a while since we caught up, right? Um, mm. uh, okay, so I'll, I guess I can share with you how my last um, psychologist appointment went. Ooh, juicy yeah. gossip, sure. Juicy, yeah. So this is the first session I've had post-lockdown, okay? Okay, face-to-face, uh, Zoom. Face-to-face. Cool. Okay, um, so... Um, this session was actually a rescheduled session um, where I had completely missed mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, the, the session that I was supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was, it, so this, the session was actually like a and kind of like an awkward transition uh, between two psychologists because um, when I, I was, I was so busy um like in july like yeah last month i was so busy last month that i completely missed that appointment and when i remembered it on, on the weekend during dinner while i was catching with a friend he was like i was supposed to see my psychologist that was but i mean you you've already missed the appointment at that time yeah 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 they didn't okay didn't like give a heads up like hey we have an appointment tomorrow yeah <laughs> oh no no yeah yeah uh, okay apatu, like the, the the usually um apatu, macam, uh, or at least like the places that i go to they, they don't call you up in advance to remind you they just expect you to be there and if you takde then you takde lah okay hopefully you didn't get charged for it oh no no no, no, no. okay no, great no, no. Yeah, you you only get charged when you appear. <laughs> no, no, yeah, um, but s- some places I know if you miss the mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah, if you yeah, miss yeah. the appointment, it's like oh, we're still charging you. By the way, <laughs> like, oh. oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I forgot about that. Some places do have that. 
um, mm. so I, I forgot <laughs> and mm. um, to, uh, and then I rescheduled and then uh, when they got back to me they were like hey your psychologist is now in her postnatal period ah. I was like oh right she <laughs> is having she had a baby now wow I didn't even get to say congratulations I think and like uh. I, I've met her before the lockdown you know uh. <laughs> so she's like ah. <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh man. Uh, and then she's like, okay, like how how's my session going to be? And, she's like, and then they're like, well, um, you her her after her postnatal period, you know, it's going to be in October. Are you okay with you know that session? And she's like, mm, that's too long. I'm actually not okay right now. And oh, we have okay. someone else. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, why don't um why don't we schedule with this other psychologist that we have? Uh, mm. she's like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, so this, so this first session that I had post lockdown is with a new psychologist. I've never met her before. Okay, yeah. um, and like, I, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even get to have like a, you know, uh, like a trend, like a transition as well mm. with like mm-hmm. my last psychologist mm. through the mm-hmm. people like with the new psychologist. So, so all that she had was like notes from my previous psychologist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, so she's read through my notes and she's like okay like you know you've gone you've gone through you've gone through seven sessions of CBT already and for the listener CBT means cognitive behavioral therapy thank you and, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll, very um, I'll experienced um, podcast guest <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more what CBT means like a little bit on um, so uh uh, so she's saying, yeah, you've had seven sessions of CBT, you know, like you, you have the tools, we've given you the tools for CBT, um, and, you know, how else can we help you? <laughs> okay. So, you know, she, she kind of starts us off like that, and then I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it sounds like you're fixed, so what else do you need? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and 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 honestly, honestly, probably with an abatu with someone who is not um who is um, who hasn't gone through um uh you know therapy like therapy before and like you know if this if this was like the second ever psychologist that they had like you you might feel a bit different you might be like don't you want to see me aren't you don't you want to probe me a little bit more (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but um uh but um uh some some psychologists like are a bit more direct and like um and it it takes a bit of um, experience and judgment to be able to just be comfortably say nah doc i'm not fine uh and Mm -hmm. This and this is why I'm not fine. Okay, so I, I was actually like explaining to her like I, I, I have the tools for CBT, but um, CBT does not work. Does not really work when you're having a breakdown, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna explain why. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy um, wants you to recognize the thought patterns that you have. Some mm-hmm. are positive and some are negative. And for the negative thought patterns, um, they they will give you like a list of different ways that negative thought patterns uh, can amplify uh, your uh, the darkness uh, and just make it worse for you. And mm-hmm. 
how uh, and you are given the tools then uh, when you say tools it's just like ways of countering those negative thought patterns so for example if you have black and white thinking if which is which means that if it's not x it must be y mm. like there's no gray area mm, you're assuming everything and stuff like that yeah yeah so um that's that's a that's one example of uh, of a negative thought pattern that when you're in that darkness and it's like it becomes really amplified because the stakes are higher mm. um and uh, um and then uh in in analyzing those kind of thought patterns um the tools should be given is that you'll be able to say wait a minute that's black and white thinking right you know how can we make that black and white into a more gray area you know how can uh say okay it can't it's not always black because you know sometimes xyz sometimes xyz happens it can't always be white because abc happen hmm. mm. Right, and and these are the experiences that tells me that X Y Z and U B C has happened before. That makes it not black and white. Um, and then um, that's that's one example um, of uh, a tool that they give you um, when it comes I feel to like when you're having a breakdown, uh, <laughs> it's hard to be. Oh, I'm being mindful, and uh, I want to be mindful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is actually not the case, <laughs> um, but you're already in that mode where okay, yeah. the CBT is not <laughs> gonna. Uh, it's it's like um, uh, trying to put out a fire um, when there's with a bucket of water when there's an inferno or something like that. Exactly, exactly. Because and it also takes a lot of energy to be doing this kind of like. Um, you know this this kind of setback and be like oh these are the patterns oh this is what I have mm. <laughs> you know and it also takes a level of like um, uh, objectivity as well to be able to look at you know both the black and white be like hmm, yes I am not being right here you know <laughs> <laughs> but when you're having a breakdown it's like no everything is that you know it's mm. my fault it's everything so it's just it so I was I was so I was sharing that with her it's just I, I don't feel like it's working for me like when I'm having a breakdown when I'm not having a breakdown you know I have I have the energy I have the space I have the mental capacity to be thinking things through like okay these are the pros okay these are the cons okay like you know let's balance it to okay perhaps this is the way forward instead then you know you have the energy to do that but when you're, in, you're having a breakdown that's not really like the top of mind thing that you want to do you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, so, so you're saying CBT doesn't work during a breakdown <laughs> outside of having a breakdown it, you know it's it's a really great tool yeah so um, what can so, you do when you're having a breakdown exactly oh, i'm um, sorry i mean please continue with yours <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i can talk more about that um and uh, either but, way uh, okay uh but I'll, I'll continue the story first yeah okay? um so and then and then uh and so um, she says, okay, like how um, how often uh, how how often has it been happening, um, and like you know how how bad does it get? Kind of th- those are the questions that she was asking me, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I it, it it I was it was happening like um, in in fluxes. Um, it could be Sorry, like in, once in a what? week. In, 
in clusters in or influx. <laughs> in fluxes. Influx. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so like it could be like one or twice a week. It could be like every other week uh, or like you know it's but it's like but it just felt like every every other week something was happening. Especially during Ramadan, like I it was just like really really like amplified. Um. Uh. And so I felt like um, and and so because I was I wasn't feeling stable. Um, even with the tools of CBT given to me, I, I felt like I needed to come back. I feel I felt like I really needed some guidance on what to do next. Um, and then um, and like it gets and when and to the question of uh, the intensity that she was asking, I was like, well, mm-hmm. it's I'm not. It's a death wish, but I'm not thinking about the how. I just feel like, can we? How about I just not, you know? <laughs> that 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 was where I was at, you know. <laughs> um, but I wasn't thinking about how to make that happen, you know. Um, but the the fact that I'm even there is already like a really big like red flag, you know. Mm. Like as like um, uh, we'll, this this was we'll a build up and yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, exactly, yeah, yeah. That that's part of the build up and like I don't I don't want. We don't want to go further than than that, right? So, mm. um, uh, so I was so I so I was I was sharing that with her, and then she says, "Okay, all right, um, right. What's your and and like how do you how do you feel about all this?" And I was just like, "Oh, I feel guilty for even having all this because given the veterancy." I'm sorry, what? Like, okay, sorry. Uh, given the what? Like, I mean, uh, do you feel maybe guilty that, oh, well, I'm, I've, I've gone through this, I've gone through this therapy, and yet I got back here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that, that's part of it. Um, and then, like, I, and then I was also like, you know, man, it's been 14 years. Mm. <laughs> How am I still here? Mm. And on, on, like um like during during the during the lockdown like it's it's the worst it's ever been for more than a decade for me mm. how do you f- yeah. how so, do you, how the, do you think it got to that point yeah so so that that's a question that like my psychologist is asking me like okay oh. like why yeah, how thank you yeah. tell- I, I, I i'm <laughs> trying to be a psychologist myself <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. No, no, that's great training. Great training here, right? <laughs> um. So, um. Uh. So yeah, she's like, okay, what's what's your trigger? She's like, my family. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, are you still living with your family? Yeah. And then she says, well, how? Can you get better if your trigger is still with you? And you're like, good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like that 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 question just like I, I can't I can't run away from it. She was yeah. holding me accountable. How do you feel about that? I mean, do you is there a feeling of lack of control or powerlessness in the situation? 
Um, okay. Uh, so, t- for some context with the mm-hmm. listeners, um, by the way, um, sure. this is probably not a normal, like, like a regular kind of conversation that you would have with a first-time psychologist because she technically already has the notes from the previous psychologist. So, she has fairly good context in terms of like what to ask me for her to be able to just be direct with me about these kind of things. And I was a bit more experienced to be able to answer her. But... Um, when Very thoughtful it's of like you a... to say that. <laughs> like, oh, this is my situation. But you know, if if you're if you're new to therapy, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, that's that's very helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're new, like usually psychologists are a lot more gentler. Uh, mm. If it's your first time having therapy, like they'll be much much gentler with you. <laughs> mm. uh, and then you know they they they'll give you a lot more probing questions uh, mm. for you to be able to you know own the narrative. Right, mm-hmm. uh, but this one she just she's just direct with me because like she already has like, some context. So um, yeah, I, I'm guessing uh, yeah. Uh, in, in the notes there's like, don't be kind to her. Just <laughs> just ask the hard questions. <laughs> I I she she actually offered you know in the beginning like so should I just like read the notes or do you want me oh. to read <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Would you would you want to know what your therapist slash psychologist um, notes right. are about you? <laughs> I know, right? It's like the burn book. <laughs> um, but For me, it's I'm like really um, write about whatever you want. You can tell me I'm a, a whiny little bit. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Just fix me, okay? That's all I want to know. Exactly. I was like, uh, I I probably just. Uh, honestly, like, because we, we, there's like a lot of depth um, to the sessions mm-hmm. that I have with mm-hmm. psychologists. I was just like, yeah. no, nah, we don't have time. Let, let's keep, mm-hmm. let's cut to the chase. Yeah, <laughs> we're going by the hour here, so yeah. <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> so, um, uh, right. So, coming back. Uh, yeah. To, so, yeah, she was asking me, like, yeah, like, how, you know, how could. How now, Brown Cow? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're you're still with your trigger. You know, how could you be okay? So in 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 two sense, like one, she was holding me accountable. Two, um, that you know, she was also, um, opening up. Uh, she was also trying to, uh, give me buffer for the guilt that I was having. Because it was no longer about my own ex. Because I was guilt tripping myself about you know about the experience that I have you know in my own mental health recovery journey. And and she's right. The, what I haven't done yet is moving out. That's that's a new part of my journey that I haven't explored yet. So it's not about having. It's not about the experience that I haven't. It's not about the experience that I already have. It's about the experience that I haven't had yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you feel so, like that's something that you and your previous psychologist haven't gone to yet? I mean, or I, I don't know. Why? Um, why is it like? Why does it hit you this hard at this point? Um, um, and not like yeah. Uh, so uh, the context that I had with my previous um, psychologist was. Um, there were there were a few different things happening during that time period that um, also needed um, her attention. Mm. So I was so I was 
I, I was basically juggling like, you know, three different conversations at the same time. Or like, re- let's say like three different topics of... Um, <clears throat> Care to share? Like at, um, at the same time. Um, one was work-related. One mm. was... Um, the other was like love-life-related. And then third was this. Mm. <laughs> the, this like, you know, this family being my trigger. Um, but then now I'm at a point where like the only thing that I... That's that needed attention is the family bit so it's 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 about timing as well you know and yeah. it's not to say that my previous psychologist wasn't wasn't no, no, yeah. yeah 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 um uh so like right now i i right now it's just that the the focus in my life right now is just like that that particular trigger hmm. that's the only thing that you know I, i needed to talk about um so um i so yeah um and And she was being like super, um, you know, we, we were cutting to the chase basically. And then mm. she was like, yeah, if you're, and, and, then she, and then she ties it back to CBT, you know, okay. So okay. how, how can, like, how can you feel healthy when your trigger is still with you, you know? And number two is that CBT gives you the tools to, um, CBT gives you the tools to make, Um, realistic choices, realistic choices, in like uh, in a in a fairly short term age period. So let's say like six months to a year, you know. Mm. But it you know to be able to like think really like um, far ahead, it probably takes like a different kind of skill set. Mm. Um, you know, additional that that needs like more additional stuff. But CBT absolutely gives you the tools to um, um, to to make those kind of decision making process. Mm. Um, And um, and you know, and w- she was telling me that when you're not having a breakdown, <clears throat> you know, let let's say one one day of the week you're having a breakdown, um, mm-hmm. you still have six days, six days of the week to use CBT in order to um, you know, fix that big problem. <laughs> oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah. Re- recalibrate yourself in order to focus on you know the. Um, in order to make the choices make making the right choices um to uh uh be able to control uh what you can so mm. the control you don't have cbt teaches that you don't have control over your environment but you have control over your actions mm. right so i i can't change my family but i can change you know what my environment like i i can i can change where i'm at mm. yeah and um uh and for the benefit um of the listeners um i <laughs> um this has been an ongoing conversation that i've had with my family since last year um and uh after uh after multiple different layers of conversations and it took a, it took three different <laughs> three different like professionals mm. um the, the the culmination of advice from three different professionals that my fa- that my parents know of like you know have have met you know um, mm. and whatnot. so they kind of um, trust these people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For, for them to be able to say Okay, all right. You know, you you can do this thing. 
Sorry, right. you can do what? I can move out. Mm. Okay. So, and, and that's that's what the conversation with my psychologist was leading to, right? Um, that, and I can make the choice of moving out. That choice is within my control. I already have my parents' blessings. I kind of have like options of like where to move out and I I have some some capital in in order to be able to move out. Mm-hmm. So um so so from her side she's <laughs> like the psychologist is like calling you out on your bullshit. <laughs> like wait can you do this? Do you get like so so um tell me why again you're not moving out <laughs> Like, oh, I came here to be healed, not be attacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, it's not as simple as simple yeah. as that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, so how did that go? Um, and then, so like, so then, so then we talk about like, you know, what was holding me back. You know, if I if I already have X Y Z, right? And I and I. I realized that I was scared. Yeah. How did you figure that one out? I it it took me it it was in those moments of breakdown, mm. of fear of um, that I realized that I was really scared of moving out because I oh, there's a lot of psychological things that are happening you know in, in that one is the fear of failure mm. two is the fear of being alone okay and funny thing is like this fear of being alone um This this fear, I as it 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 come it and I I noticed it I noticed it as you know as I'm looking at um diff, as I was looking at different places to move out um it, this this feeling came because it almost feels like walking in walking into a space that's like my own coffin Ooh. because I'm the only one in there. Mm-hmm. You'd rather share a coffin? <laughs> Morbid. What what Morbid. made it what made it look like a coffin to you? It's it's it, and that that was a very like that's a very good question right? like why why did I feel that way and it and then it came down to like this level of attachment that I had that I had been so accustomed to just being you know with you know with someone around the house that just the idea of being by myself is just It's it it's it's almost unnatural to me. Mm. You know? 
and then and then comes and then comes the fear of failure and then i realized that i did have a fear of failure because and this this one this one thing just strikes me and it was like the most inconsequential thing but i realized how that's like a like a symptom of my fear of failure mm-hmm. and let, let me take you through how that went i was thinking <laughs> so i was thinking about like okay i need to move out and like okay like what happens when i'm and, and i'm you know I'm, I'm simulating it in my head okay huh? okay sure um, if it's a if, it, if it's an unfurnished house mm-hmm. if it's an unfurnished house okay and like you know there's there's nothing there uh i'd like some privacy right i'd like some privacy i want a space to myself and um okay like if it's an unfinished house, then you know I need curtains because I need to um, shut need the to world down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like so you're right, and I'm, I'm. This is now me talking. It's like, oh, you're right. Okay. I don't know where to get a curtain railing. I, I probably don't know much else about how to move out of the house. There's so many questions, you know, what about the what the cabinets, what about the mattress, what about the the dining room, the anything. Oh gosh, there's so many things to think about. I don't know if I can do this. Mm. Probably don't need to do this at all. Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that that quest that line of questioning just happens in a flash. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't take the time to like just like sit down and I analyze like those things, like yeah. I wouldn't even know that I was just I was actually like just really afraid of you know being alone and also like you know doing having to do these things. You know? Sorry, um, I think maybe you mentioned it, but uh, is this during the session, after the session, or something that you've thought about? I mean, I'm sure you've oh, thought about moving out um, previous to this, but is this how you thought? Like when? <laughs> Oh right. Um, so it's like so. So the psychologist already has the context that I quote, quote unquote should move out, um, uh, and that um, I say quote unquote should because the 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 choice is still mine. It's not the psychologist. She acknowledges that she just wants to support me whichever choice that I make. Mm. Um, so, um, but it's it's during that session that I realized that I. And as she was talking to me, that I realized that I did have a fear of failure. That because it's like, wow, I don't even know where to get curtain railings. I probably just don't need to move out at all. What else mm-hmm. do I know? I'm so useless. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. That's that was like the narrative that I was just subconsciously having, and consciously feeding to mm-hmm. myself. Um. And it was in during that conversation that you know, like, I I didn't that 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 kind of thing came into light because um like you know she you know she was helping me think she she was helping me simulate you know like you know what are the next steps what not if mm-hmm. if I were to move what would the next steps be it's like oh probably need to get this probably need to get that I don't really know where to get do all those things. I have mm. so many, but like you know, it's you know, I, I I I technically could move out today, and technically I can. Mm. Um, even now today. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I I just I haven't, and it's, and it's just like why? Hmm. Like I, you know, there's there's just all these things, and you know, I probably need you know everything else to be like you know just nice and tidy and everything first before I, before I move in because you know the house needs drilling and you know whatnot. If not, then blah blah blah. blah. And she's just like, what? <laughs> she's like, it's honestly. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean because to the outside viewer it's like well you're you're in your mid-20s right and you've worked before right so this is something a teen could do so why can't you do it <laughs> like, like you can like hire someone someone straight out of spm who um who yeah. could do all of this for you for like 10 ringgit <laughs> so it's like um and it as the person experiencing experiencing it, it's like no, this is this is huge. This is like this is like the million dollar question. Now, what do I do? Like I, I like IKEA. I don't trust IKEA, <laughs> or I don't know. It's like there's a lot of these. You come up with these humongous problems, but when which is great when you. I mean, that's why people should go to therapy. Um, when you tell it to someone else, it's like okay, that's work together here um curtains okay you can get it here and here and here max <laughs> um but no yeah <laughs> as someone I, I mean i personally obviously i mean obviously but I, i've gone through a lot of similar situations inside work outside work um even finishing my i'm not sure if i mentioned it before but even fi- trying to finish my cv which is basically just writing three or four or five sentences and that's it that's like it um and yet oh but you know i want to make sure it's right or i want to make sure that um uh i don't know i again yeah now that i think about it it's like i can't even figure out why it took me so long it took me months actually just to update my cv um but no, yeah, it's it's a shitty situation to be in. Even it's though so it's clean. so painfully obvious to other people, like, what are you talking about? Who are you? Why? <laughs> um, yeah, how did you navigate that with your therapist or psychologist? Um. So like with my with my psychologist and um gratefully like you know she's um she's she's um a bit older than me I want to say like about about a decade or so so she's had the experience like personal experience of you know like um moving out staying at her, like at her own place and whatnot so like she can tell that okay right yeah yeah I can mean I... like those. Yeah. Can I rant for a minute? <laughs> I feel like it, almost every time I talk to someone who is a professional, it's like, oh, I have this mm-hmm. problem. And then they're like, oh, no, yeah, I've been through that too. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> I, mean, I guess part of me is like that cynical side that's like, yeah, you probably have this in your database to quote. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, I, because I've, I just so uh, finding it. I'm really sorry for going for this detour, um, but I, I went to career counselor, and 
I told her like, yeah, after I graduated, I had to work more with my family and didn't really like it. And then the concert was like, oh no, yeah, I totally know how you feel. I I worked with my dad. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I it, it it's it, um. At the time, it felt like, oh, that's, it's so relatable. Yay. I mean, like, we can really talk and I'm like opening up. But now that I'm, now that I, I'm thinking about it and then uh, from, you know, my other experiences with other professionals and now you're, you're telling me like, it's like, hmm, I see a pattern here <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> it's like, oh, these tricky professionals. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie, as a professional myself, it's it is a common tactic, not not a, a deceitful tactic, but you do you do kind of have to like think about, okay, so your client is experiencing this. How, what can you quote from your own experience? I don't know why. I, I, it sounds like I'm complaining. It's actually a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually like you know com- there's actually like some a conversation to be had when it comes to like boundaries with therapists is it appropriate to be sharing your own experience um you know in that setting is it mm. safe you know are you um what what level of transference and attachment could happen if you decide to bring it up etc and, and this honestly there's a whole uh conversation of ethics to be had about you know that kind definitely of Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's um uh it, it's it's not uh it's not a a light concern. Um, but you know, in 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 the moment when you're like you know in practice, you know, the, this moment is happening. It's it's uh um. It, it it depends with that particular kind of client. You know, if if you feel like it's it's a it's a good way to you know establish Be better relatable. like rapport yeah 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 for the therapeutic relationship um but then there's also the question of like um do you want them to start thinking that you're a model to think of I mean that you're that you're a role model that's really close to their life versus a professional boundary of like you know a therapist only focusing on the client's life mm. and yeah like i i i get it i get it uh, i get mm-hmm. why you bring it up there's that there's also the danger of when you share so much of your personal stories it's like are you really qualified <laughs> or like, are you, are you sure you can try to fix me? Cause it sounds like your life is a little messed up. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, at least in my experience, it's been more of a, yeah, this is, this makes me more comfortable and I am more willing to share or like, it's like, Oh, you get it. You get it. You get it, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. So there, it, it is mostly that. I'm not trying to like say people are tricky in that way. No, yeah. It, it is usually in a beneficial way. Usually, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so then she was, you know, trying to say like, oh, okay, um, like you know, she she was trying to take me through the step, but basically she was saying like. 
yeah, like, you know, um, yeah, there's, you know, if there's nothing in the place, then, you know, you, um, you know, you, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this, and, like, um, uh, let's, let's talk about, and, you know, once you've got, like, a few basic things set up, you don't need a lot, right? Like, if, if you just, if you just, it just is, you know, because we're not talking about, like, a regular situation, like, we're not talking about regular moving here, this is, you know, there, there are high stakes here with this, you know, with moving out, right? Um, the highest stakes mm-hmm. here. So we, we got to be strategic about it. Like, mm-hmm. is it necessary to have like all these, you know, um, to have like, you know, all, all the, uh, like all the, all the fancy things all being set up or can you just like, you know, do with the basics and mm-hmm. like the super duper basics that, you know, don't need to be, uh, that, you know, that, that don't need, Lot. Yeah, they don't need to be perfect um, for, for you to be able to do the thing. Um, so I was just like, hmm, okay, all right, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> so, so when are you moving um, on? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wait, uh, is, is that, oh, is that plan in motion? Uh, I'm sorry we're spoiling the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to like fast forward it or anything. No, please continue. Please continue. Please continue. <laughs> um, that 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 is a question that she asked me. So I'll, I'll get to that. Um, so um, so she so she was like, okay, like and if you and if you do, you know, move out, you know, you let's 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 have like a let's have a basic idea of like a, what a crisis plan could be like, you know, like. Because you're, you're, you're certainly concerned about, you know, certain emotions coming up, you know, once you've moved out. So, like, you know, a crisis plan would be like, okay, if these things, if you start feeling these things, what can you do to alleviate them? Do you have a hobby that, you know, you could do um, that could occupy your time? Do you have, like, a support network, support system that will be able to, like, accompany you during those moments? Is there a different kind of place that, you know, you could... Um, like a te- like a temporary like place, you know, within your support network that you could just like, you know, stay for a little bit with, you know, as you're adjusting to life moving out and whatnot. So that's that was like part of the conversation of a crisis plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and then she said, but I don't. That's that's that will be a more in depth topic that we will cover in the next session. But you know, just as you're as you're, in, as you're going through the motions, you know. Mm-hmm. This would having this idea now would help you, um, uh, would would help you, um, be more assured that you will have options, um, or you you have thought through options, um, of like what to do if these certain things come up, so you're not gonna be like shocked about these emotions coming up, like once I. Once I moved out, she's like, mm, mm. "Okay, right." Um, so yeah, and then so so we're 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 at that point like towards the tail up end of the conversation. She's like, "Okay, like you know, so now that you have like a better sense of what it could be like to make the choice of moving out, um, the choice is still up to you, and whatever that your choice is, you know, I'm here to support you, and if you s- decide to." And you decide to not move out, right? And there are pros and cons to it. And if mm-hmm. um, if you decide to not move out, then we have to think about 
um, you know, like what, what are the what are the action I what are the key things that you can do in order to um, keep yourself that. afloat? Yeah, to to cope with that kind of environment, right? Since you're not feeling stable and whatnot. Mm. Uh, um, my my job is just to support you, but you know, if you do want to move out, then it'll be a different kind of conversation that we would have. So have a think, uh, and like you know, how else can I support you? You know, besides you know either of these, and I was just like, oh. So at at that at that juncture, it was just like a lot of things were like you know going through my mind, like what should I do, or what this or not. But like it just became clearer and clearer to me that I should I should move up. Hmm. Uh, and that you know this. Oh wow! This is <laughs> suddenly you sound different. What? No, sorry. Oh, oh no, sorry. Because oh, because like I I brought the mic closer to me. Okay. Uh, but, uh sorry about that. So no, um, okay. uh, uh, and then uh, and then, and then I, and then I asked her to just hold me accountable to that decision, because I need to, I I I I can't, I have to stop blaming. Everything else, I have to. I, I. It's not sustainable for me, and, uh, in in that sense, I'm even like in in a sense, I'm even like um not acknowledging my own agency if I don't do it. Hmm. It's like, well, you're the only one um putting these limits on yourself, so it's up to you. It's it's comf- it's comforting to know that I'll be able to get support either way, right? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that that's a level of assurance. That that's a really wonderful level of assurance, actually. In order for me to be able to say, okay, actually, if I don't decide this, I I will still get support. Mm. You know, it's not the end of the world for me. Mm. But mm. you know, if I if I'm gonna get support either way, then why not? Just do the thing. It's the only thing I haven't tried. It's the only thing I haven't tried. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's scary. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't tell you. I no, can't tell yeah, you yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I could probably talk more about that. <laughs> assuming that you've lived with your family your whole life. Yeah. 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 There you go. I mean, it's like <laughs> <laughs> not to say that I can diagnose you, but it's like, well, yeah. It, of course, it's scary. It's like it's a life-changing event. Mm. Lit- literally, a life-changing mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, the fear yeah. is real. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I asked her. To hold me accountable to this decision that by mm. the next time that I see her that I would have moved out ooh so you more or less kind of like yeah I'm going to make I want to I want to do this this is my decision and to, you like you the psychologist you have to hold me accountable for that yeah huh. is that something that you often do um, making sure, like, telling other people, it's like, hold me accountable of this, because 
something I want to do, but I don't want to back out. <laughs> uh, I this uh, this question definitely is loaded with a lot of projection from my side. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I I I understand uh, the like the the rationale behind the question, um, and I'm, I'm happy to answer it. So, it it took me a while, like a few years, really, for me to realize that you know some decisions for me, some decisions do require for I I, I need other people to hold me accountable to it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Otherwise, I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, well, mm, oh, nah, no, that was kalasajeta too. Yeah, it's like, no, I mean, I was just joking, guys. <laughs> That's just a pie in the sky dream. I don't, I just rambling. It's not that... me. I'm not the kind of person to do that. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like all, all those different kinds of you know, it's not that I don't want to say excuses, but just like all sorts of reasons could come up and be like mm-hmm. that 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 was gonna deter me from actually doing the thing. Yeah, and I and I and that's something that I've noticed like for myself. So so it's this this wasn't the first time I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've had practice and I have been able to see that. Wait a minute, like when when I say something like this, like I I have more motivation. To do the thing because someone else mm. is holding me accountable. I don't want to mm. show up and be like, "Oh no, I didn't do the thing," you know. Mm. Yeah, I didn't go to the gym, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is a really powerful tool. This is a really powerful tool that I don't I don't it's, it's, do it until it's like really I know that it's really important to me. It's a it's a risky tool. I feel it's risky. It's risky. Yeah, it has its own risk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um. If so, I because and because I've had practice doing this with like lower stakes kind of decisions. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like okay, yeah, it makes sense for me to do this for like you know a higher stakes uh, mm-hmm. kind of decisions. So if so, uh, as a, if you're listening out there, you know, like and you're wondering, you know, if it's the right choice for you to do this kind of accountability thing or not, try for smaller stakes first. Mm-hmm. Good advice. <laughs> Don't <laughs> Yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. Practice see like how how does that kind of like method work for you, you know, mm. uh, so that you can uh, kind of adjust yourself or something like it. So for for mm. me, that was like the right uh, that that was the right kind of decision to make at the time to be able to tell my psychologist, yeah, I need you to hold me accountable. <laughs> and it's and it's also like the consideration of like the person that you're choosing to hold you accountable. Because mm. I've had this conversation with my friends for the past year. <laughs> And they're always asking me like, so are you going to? And I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I need to do it this year. Definitely this year, you know, but, but, um, but this is my psychologist. There's now a health professional mm. who's taking my health into account and is also responsible for my health, you know, mm. given, you know, that I'm seeing her, there's all these things about my health that I'm telling her and that you know, if, you know, if, if, if I need to go to an emergency ward, they'd be the next person. She'd be the person that they would call next after, you know, my emergency contact, you know, mm. in order to get context. So, you oh, know. Is that something that you do? Um, sorry. Uh, like uh, put oh, oh, your uh, is... therapist or so-and-so oh, no, you... like, um, sorry? Oh, uh, they have uh, their, their uh, network, yeah. so they will definitely just call them next. Is that 
the case or? Oh, uh, you don't actually put them as an emergency contact, you know, in a form. No. What happens is that like, um, you know, if, if you have gone to like, um, you know, an emergency ward and then they ask you for your history, mm. that's the time when you'll be able to say, oh yep, yeah, okay. I, I go to I have, this therapist and stuff like that. Yeah. I go, I go to this therapist. This has been a long-standing, uh, like, you know, uh, a journey that I'm going through. You can get more context from this person right here. Here's, here's the contact details. Nah. Okay, yeah. You know, go, go hash it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. It's a good clarification, yeah. Um, so, um, so, yeah. Uh, so, I, I figured, like, you know, this is... She she she'd be she'd be an appropriate person to hold me accountable. Mm. You know? Um so yeah, that so that's what I did. So the next time I'm seeing her I would have had to move out by then. How do you feel about that? Scary, so yes. I love yeah, it's scary, yes. Uh <laughs> I, I last saw her uh two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you want to know how much time I have left? What do you mean? To my next session. <gasps> Is it tomorrow? <laughs> Is it this evening? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have till mid next month. Mid next month. Okay, that sounds a. Uh... Mm. Well, how do you feel about that? Is that is that a long time? Is that do you feel like, oh my god, it's inching closer and closer? <laughs> I have about three weeks. Okay? Mm. I have about three weeks. Mm. So um, I, I haven't. Um, so I've I've taken you know I've I've had to do like fair bit of back and forth you know uh, with uh, like um, all these different stakeholders you know in order to like um, get get a place ready. Um, mm. And then, and then there's also like, <laughs> oh my god! And then <laughs> it's so funny to me because mm-hmm. I just, I just noticed like how much, <laughs> how much like the fear of fear of failure and fear of loneliness manifests actually in like my decision making process for the past two weeks. Mm. And it's so ins. Can I? I I can't emphasize to you like how insidious it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's. So, uh, I I feel like. Oh, what's the word? Yeah, yeah. You're your own worst enemy. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Because I I started having like all these different ideas about moving out that was actually gonna like switch the timeline what do you mean oh um, oh um, what do you mean um uh okay because i because i have like another three more weeks right mm-hmm. i have another three more weeks and then um you know i um and and i have and i have a few options you know in terms of moving out and the most ideal place is like currently unfurnished um and um, of course, I need to get a house ready, you know, by then and whatnot. Um, and I, um, and whilst I have other 
like other options. Um, you know, the because the the most ideal place for me right now is the unfinished place. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I started having a lot of different ideas about like just the furnishing of it that's mm-hmm. actually going to um, delay my timeline. I was like, oh no. Um, I want to get it renovated first. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. The past two weeks, like I have been distraught by the idea of like, oh my God, I absolutely need wooden flooring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no laminated bullshit. I want like <laughs> <laughs> the best. Exactly. It's like, oh my god, I need wooden flooring. Otherwise, I just cannot live. I need a zen place. <laughs> so, <laughs> and a mini garden it has to look too. Perfect. <laughs> oh I need, yeah. I need you can travel with furnishing. Oh my god, I need an interior designer. <laughs> You're like, oh, but okay, my the absolute best one is like busy until next year. So I mean, it's okay, it's worth it. Ah. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> I just cannot deal with myself. Ever thought yeah, of? I really have to call myself. Oh, ever thought of trying to do it? Tried to do it with someone else. What do what with someone else? Plan. Just you know, do this with an, another person, someone who could possibly call out on your quote unquote um, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um, saying that it's like yeah. uh, your your purpose. It, it, it just happens. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes yeah, it yeah. just happens, and you, some. Yeah. Not saying that another person being there would help, but I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that something you've considered? Um. See, I can. Number one, I can. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Number two is right. Number two is, <clears throat> uh, I'm not saying that you should. FYI, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, absolutely, also, absolutely, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it's so easy to like say, well, why don't you just do this, and then it's all better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just wondering, if, like, where, like, how much of, yeah, just. Just want to know more. Um, right. So the thing is, um, I have like the the level of like um, accountability that I have um, towards this decision is, you know, ultimately I'm, I'm accountable to my psychologist, right? Um, and at the moment, because um, there's different levels of accountability, right? I, mm. I and consider these as mechanisms to hold you accountable, right? So let's let's keep it a bit more like at arm's length distance in terms of like how attached I feel about these different methods. Um, so um, so my the highest level of accountability is with my psychologist and then, you know, 
the the next layer of accountability I have is that I I I somewhat keep this like um, it's at um, public as well. I have a social media that I am kind of updating um, with your progress to show that. that okay, yeah, exactly right. Mm. Um, but I I'm also but I'm also keeping it vague enough so mm. that I can't be identifiable. Um, oh, okay, cool. Uh, uh, and that I'm no also stranger than uh, that, but okay. <laughs> and I'm also keeping it. Um, how do I say this? And also, um, and I'm also giving myself like enough. I'm also giving myself like enough room to make mistakes. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to give myself that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of the, um, so that, that was, that was part of the, of the consideration of why I haven't, um, uh, asked someone else to hold me accountable, like on a day-to-day basis, like with this thing. Um, because there's a lot of questions, a lot of emotions that's coming up that Mm. I'm not even sure that, um, you know, someone else could be able to support me in to the to the level of like depth that these things are taking me through mm. does that make sense mm, kind of um it's a little personal intimate and uh it's mm-hmm. Maybe there's a little bit of fear, uh, possibly not getting the kind of accountability or support from anyone that you know that could, you know, you can ask for or like, um, like there's a possibility that they might fall short and that would just make things worse. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I have to consider also like the ramifications they could have for me personally like if I feel like oh wait um, am I asking too much from someone mm. um, um, for this um, because you know a, a, a daily kind of support um, a daily or even like you know every two weeks kind of support um, might not be the best time frame um, with the level of <laughs> with the level of like vagueness and uncertainty um that i have right now with the setup of it Mm. of like how the house itself is supposed to be because when you're when you're when you're looking at like the daily or like even daily or every two weeks the question the kind of questions that will come up will be like okay what have you gotten done in order to be able to do this do you have mm. like the financials set up? Do you have the budget ready? You know, do you have to make a decision about you know what's going to be necessary, what's not going to be necessary? You know, mm. and then and then I have to be held accountable because it's just like oh, so much pressure. <laughs> um, so I, I probably like for that I might need like a little bit of leeway. At least, at least for the time being, that's what I'm thinking. But I, I will think about you know this. I will think about 
this as a consideration in the next week or so to see like you know what maybe maybe I do need some money for me accountable. <laughs> well, okay, so, so uh, it's not so much to hold you accountable. It's more like just having another brain present and just okay. <laughs> um, so we need to do this and that, and then then maybe you would come up with. Uh, I don't think we should do that. And then the other brain would be like, okay, why? <laughs> or, um, and okay, that's totally fine. Or like, it's kind of like, I don't want to quote a friend or so much. <laughs> um, because, okay, so how they, because they're good. Um, well, to me at least. So they how they function is they don't tell you what to do but they're just there to listen and then like ref, let you reflect or let let you like sometimes they would sometimes it's to the point where they just basically paraphrase what you're saying and stuff like that um, and mm-hmm. when you hear it from someone else it's like oh, <laughs> uh, oh okay <laughs> and it, it just gives you a little bit more clarity and. It's kind of like practicing mindfulness with someone else, which is weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, at least that's how I feel. And it's not to like, oh, well, that sounds dumb. <laughs> that, doesn't sound, <laughs> that doesn't sound very logical. It's more like, mm-hmm. yeah, just reframing it in kind of like journaling or podcasting yay um you're just saying out loud and then have someone else to bounce it off and then when you see it back again like you see the same message again it's like oh um no actually uh i don't care about the curtains (laughs) or i don't really um care about the playing and stuff like that again uh, it's yeah it's Ugh, I don't, I'm not trying to give you advice. <laughs> it's just more like a, if I was in this situation, because hmm, I know how it's, it's tough when you're doing it alone. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes just having that other person, even though they're not like directly helping you, but then you're like, oh, hey, I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not a, it's not an account- accountability, buddy. Uh, it's, it's a step lower than that. <laughs> my, um, I know my supervisor used to tell me, yeah, you should get an accountability, buddy. And I was like, yeah, I really should. <laughs> and then I'm like, actually, I hate it. Um, it's bringing someone else into your problem is definitely like, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it consumes some sort of energy from you. It's not, it's not just oh I'm bringing someone else in and it's as easy as that it's like it it's going to the dynamic is not that simple probably 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm it, basically it, contradicting my own <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> no, I um I I think because there's multiple different facets um to the suggestion, and mm. you know being able to acknowledge like all of them is in itself um like you know a good skill to have, because that's you know part of decision making. You want to be able to see the pros and cons of you know the different sides, and being able to make a decision holistically, you know, is the best way forward. So, Thank you for turning on your yourself. support group mode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very appreciative of your thoughtful feedback. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Even though I'm not. <laughs> Well, not to say that we're oh, we just have a talking like you, not me. <laughs> but no, <yeah. laughs> so funny. Um, the 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 kind of jokes you can make in the support group. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's. I, I won't do this in support groups. There's there, mm-hmm. even though I might find it funny, you could totally see it a different way, and it's like, oh, you bastard i'm just trying to give you something tell you something nice and you're pointing it out at me fuck off (laughs) no no support groups are safe spaces so (laughs) i won't do these kinds of jokes Hmm. no worries no worries um i appreciate it thank you thank you for um sharing the suggestion and um, (laughs) i will (laughs) um no i i really because I know it's coming from place concern, um, and um, yeah, um, not a well, yeah. There's concern, but mostly curiosity. I don't, I, I don't want to sound like, oh, you should do this and that. No, it's more like, okay, I, I might, I might do this. Yeah. What do you think about this? Might be a shitty suggestion, but mm. I don't know. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm just, I'm just like throwing, throwing spaghetti on the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> I think I get it. I get. It. Thanks for sharing context. I, uh, but you know, also also appreciated that that perspective is also appreciated. But no, yeah, you moving. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> where are you now? Like, where? I mean, not physically, but like in the in this situation. She sighs heavily. (laughs) Okay, where I'm at, genuinely, okay, I just, I just came back. Okay, this weekend, this weekend, there's like a, there's a home expo somewhere, I don't know, Bukit Jalil or somewhere. There's home expo and I, and that I'm not there. I'm decidedly not there. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. be there, but I'm you're just, pointing this I'm out. Decidedly not mm-hmm. because because I decided um, that no, this morning, this morning my my agenda was to was to um, be at the place to um, get some to be able to receive some deliveries and also um, you know meet a potential. Uh, a potential contractor um, who would be able to fix the electricities 
um, in the place. Okay. And then after um, what? <laughs> oh, okay. What kind of place are you looking at? I'm just trying to paint this picture because I feel like you're getting the contractor. Shouldn't the I'm thinking, oh, there's probably a landlord, landlady, or something, but. Oh. It, it, uh, it, or is it like. Uh, so oh. No Wait, you, it's yours. You bought it. It's you, mine. You yeah. got it. You got your own place. You literally have your own yeah. place. That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so, one of my other options that I do have, um, like, a. A friend that I can temporarily move in with, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. so that that is a, that is an option for me. You know, if uh, as and you know that could be like a halfway home, uh, temporarily for a couple months before you know as I'm waiting for like the place to be finished out. <clears throat> but coming back to my question, I mean coming back to your question, where I'm at right now, <laughs> mm. I had just came back. Um, from you know talking to a possible electrician, thinking about like installing the f- fan and air conditioning, and like are we gonna put in a plaster ceiling? Are we gonna, mm. <laughs> um, you know, are we gonna do all these different things? And I'm just like, oh god, I was I was pretty overwhelmed. Um, uh, with all these different new stuff to think about. Um, but like, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, and then after after having that uh, the meet, uh, I went to I went to the mall. I went to the mall and like I I was checking out Harvey Norman to mm-hmm. see you know all the different appliances that I need to have. And I'm I'm looking at the prices and I'm like, what is an inverter compressor for a fridge how is, <laughs> is that different from like an inverter compressor for an air conditioning what's a s- split unit for an air conditioning like why do i need to know all these things <laughs> <laughs> i haven't gone you know? to like what kind of shower heater should i get inverter exactly is yeah. it more noisy or should uh, i get a um, mm-hmm. It's a lot, right? You know, that because these are these are like pretty big purchases, you know, for yeah, someone this... who's like trying not to get overwhelmed with the different kind of choices, you know. Mm. It's like, and then there's like, oh wow, should I get should I get a gas stove or should I get like a like induction cooker or should I get this one? Like, oh wow, I do need a kitchen cabinet if I want to cook, and if I do that before I move, if I do another I extension that, and all that. Yeah, exactly. Do I need extension? How how I'm gonna like renovate it so that you know I have enough space to cook and like you know um, do I can I move in and then get you know have all these renovation happening around me at the same time? You know what I mean? It's just like oh, that's a risk, no. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is a risk be. because it, your personal space will be invaded by <laughs> contractors. Exactly. And stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. you know, and then you know, like then there's the safety issue as well, right? Mm, definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like so let's just stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there I was in the middle of Harvey Norman, right? In the middle mm-hmm. of Harvey Norman. 
and I was caught and all these questions came up right because I'm I'm just looking at prices you know and sales and some sales people you know are chatting up with me like hi what do you need when are you moving mm. out you know do you have a place ready it's like oh, okay all right and it's like um Uh, you know, oh, like, you know, these kind of purchase, this this kind of product, you know, it's good for this, good for that. But if you need this, then it would be better if you have this. Da, da, da. And, then, mm-hmm. and as I'm listening, mm-hmm. as I'm listening to all these things, just like, like zoning out, like, oh, <laughs> halfway zoning out. Um, and <laughs> 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 um, even as I'm the one who's asking the question, I'm the one who inevitably needs to know the answers. I'm yeah, like, zoning out, but I'm just like, auto mode. <laughs> overwhelmed. And yeah. I also thinking to myself like, oh my god, I, I don't know enough. I I I don't know enough. I feel so overwhelmed. And you know, as the salesperson has you know, has, um, you know, has been, uh, diverted to a different kind of attention with like other customers. I'm just like, oh my god, I'm so overwhelmed. And there I was, tears coming out in the middle of Harvey Norman. Oh. Like, god, I'm so overwhelmed, and I feel so alone. In that, in those, all those kind of decisions, mm. yeah. it just feels yeah. so easy and comfortable <laughs> to like. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not now. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to get there. So, mm. so I'm so you know all, all all these different feelings coming out and you know like you know and I'm just I wasn't exactly pouring but definitely tears like you know just completely unfiltered tears so just like you know coming out and then it's just like okay all right just okay I've I've managed I've managed a few few minutes passed by I don't know if I had to give it. Time frame, maybe like five to ten, fifteen minutes. Or so I was just like, okay, I managed to calm myself down. Okay, grounding myself, thinking about God, thinking about mm-hmm. how you know He's. There is a reason that He's making it easier for me to move forward in this, in this process of my journey. You know, um, um and um. I, I need. I need to be able to trust God more in you know the decisions that He's made for me. Um, in you know He's He's really really made it like easier for me to move into this path. Um, and I, I should trust that you know this is. This is a way forward for me. I'm able to move out. I'm ground. You know, I'm I'm trying to ground myself in that way, right? This is this is part of God's plan. There's a bigger reason to all this. I, 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 I will be kept safe. I will be secure. I will be supported by Him mm-hmm. um, in moving forward. And I'm grounding myself as and 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 as I'm feeling calmer and calmer in this, you know, affirmation slash reassurance, um, you know, I'm I'm centering myself in the middle 
of the fridge aisle. <laughs> um, <laughs> By the power of God, I will get this fridge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's funny because I have oh, an actual yeah. fridge that I want to get. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know, in part of that. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever is like right in front of you, it's like this. <laughs> so, um, so I, 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 I'm feeling more assured now. Feeling more assured now that, yeah, I, I should move forward with this decision in moving out. I should still, con- you know, continue in this. In this line of you know furnishing the place, right? Mm-hmm. And and I should also consider taking up um, the opportunity with my friend in mm-hmm. having in, in in staying staying with her temporarily, mm-hmm. so that I could you know ease my way into it, whilst not compromising um, the accountability pact that I have with my psychologist. So, thank you. Thank you for giving me the space to talk about it. Because when, nope. <laughs> when I was texting you um, mm. before, like, uh, an hour like, oh, before this, this is podcast. A, oh, oh, okay. I thought, mm-hmm. An hour before this podcast started, because I, I was texting you, hey, like, uh, you know, still on, uh, like, you know. I I I just came off Happy Norman. Oh. Uh, I just came off Happy Norman, and like I. Uh, Were you like? I hope he cancels. I hope he cancels. I hope he cancels. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. No. Okay. It 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 was more. It was more like, uh, well, maybe if he cancels, I probably stay a bit more longer at Happy Norman. <laughs> oh oh, <laughs> oh like, no! Uh, mm, I mean, I hope I didn't cut it short. No, no, no. Where no, no, um? No, 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 no. Yeah. There's like a the big. This is, this is all like Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, this is obviously more important, right? Um, in terms oh, of. Oh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm really? just doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if no, it's good for it, you. Right? Hmm? Like, no, I, I, I wasn't planning on going to Harvey Norman. Okay. I think, like earlier this morning. I just planned to meet my electrician. That was it, and okay. then. Because I had some time in between, I was just like, well, the mall is nearby. Let me just mm-hmm. go. Yeah. So, and 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 we made this, uh, we we made this um, decision to do this podcast like mm. already a few days before. So to me, you know, I want to show up. I want to, you know, keep my promise. So well, thank you for um, um, being uh, accountable. Thank you. Um, and and now I want to thank you because I as you know as we're talking along you know mm. into this decision um, that I was having like I was like I've just I've just been more and more certain that you know what yeah I should I should um, you know consider um, staying temporarily at my friend's place so that the 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 renovation can still happen and you know I at the same time I won't I won't I won't back out of my pact uh, with my psychologist or blood pact with your psychologist he <laughs> <laughs> nor shine i will move out <laughs> <laughs> no yeah that's very um 
respectable. And I say it's a risky decision because, you know, um, sometimes you are not, oh, I don't want to put other thoughts in your head. I, I, this, this, this is all projection. So um, sometimes it's like, yeah, I want to like tell people I'm going to do this. But then it's like, when I don't do it, I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I failed again. Oh, um, not saying that you will, but at, um, it's, um, like I said, it's a life-changing um, situation. You're changing how you lived for your whole life. And it's not easy it's not and um very respectable that you i mean you're even though you're saying that okay you're going through a spiral you're going through these dark moments but you're progressing so um yay <laughs> i i not to belittle what you've been doing it's a lot but you know as long as we're progressing that's a celebration celebrations to be happening so yeah thank you yeah i Uh, i I totally agree thank you so much um for the acknowledgement and the the thing is um like um recovery um i i thought i thought i just mentioned this also for the listeners that you know Mm -hmm. uh recovery um is is not uh it's not a specific picture or idea in your head it's about the small little choices that you make in order to progress mm-hmm. and it's the, mm-hmm. and it's in the it's also in the belief um it's also in the belief that you have um of your of your agency um of your sovereignty of you know this is your life and that this is that no you're, you're, you're buying into the belief that, you know, no, no matter what happens, there's some, there's a little, even a small tiny thing that I can do to make myself feel better, be more hopeful. And at this part of my journey, right, this is what it looks like in terms of um, you know, making the decision to move out, making the decision to um, the, the kind of place that I will move out to. Even the choice of talking to my psychologist about it is also part of reaching out for support in order for me to believe that I have agency in helping myself to move forward. And even if you're at a different stage in your life, right, um, uh, like um, whether you're deciding um, college or whether it's something work-related or like family-related, it's not necessarily, the context can be different. The, the context can be entirely different, mm-hmm. but, it's the, but it's the actions that you take in buying into the idea of agency. What can I do? Is, is there something I can do? Um, I I want to value my life and I part of valuing my life means that I should seek help and I should 
be able to talk about it um, with people and that help is out there and that um, I, I can have access to the help. And, um, you know, how, how does all that play into the belief that, yes, I can do something about this. I am helping myself, giving agency. I really like how much you're focusing on that agency because I feel like in the beginning of most people's journey, it's um, well, it's all different. But then the early stages would be, okay, what's triggering me? What's, um, how do I feel better? How do I um, either avoid or prevent or um, make sure that things don't go wrong um i do feel like the next step or uh, i'm sure there's like a proper way a proper like a four-step rule or uh, into recovery <laughs> I, I don't know um but, but the later step would be knowing that okay you do have control um and well, maybe you don't. <laughs> Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it is a matter of just surviving your current situation. But uh, when you get to that point where you have that belief that, yeah, there, these are the things that I can control. Um, it's up to me to make things better. Uh, and you're doing that pretty well. I mean, well. I can't really judge, to be honest, but I can say, I mean, I, at least I know that it is hard. And at least you acknowledging all of this, yep, I have agency. I can make these decisions. I, um, I am, if not 100%, at least partially responsible for my own well-being. So... I am going to do what I have that is in my part. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's a good takeaway message from the podcast. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh it's not easy. I mean, but no. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's important to acknowledge <laughs> and yes, it's not not everyone has it. Um, but you, even if you're in a situation where you, it is re, it is really that situation where you just can't control the things that are triggering triggering you or the things that are making you feel more um, depressed or whatever. Uh, I guess it's it's important to look out for that. I mean. Like, okay, do I have agency here? Do, is there anything that I can do? Or um, Because it, sometimes I do find myself where it's like, oh, I'm going to, uh, this situation is just shitty for me. I'm just going to take myself away from it. It's, a, it's one way to go about it. It might not be the best. Um, and I know that at the end of the day, you are supposed to just try your best to be better. Um, but having that uh, agency and having that ability to identify that, yeah, these are the things that I can control. Um, what am I going to do about it? It's like putting yourself on the spot and like, okay, yeah, 
biases and background and history and all that. Uh, but you know what? I, at, at a certain point, I got to put uh, my money where my mouth is and do what needs to be done. Mm, which is, I mean, it's, but, you know, you are coming from a place of privilege, <laughs> like having 14 years experience. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's not in, it, like you said, like, it's not something that you would, uh, first session in a sport group or first session in a uh, therapy it's like well what can you do about it <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. off yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it's it is it is a powerful tool and once you can have um, access to that tool it's yeah it's great it is great and 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 I think like um, there, there's different levels of like um, uh, there's different levels of ways that agency manifests at different parts of your journey. Like for example, um, the the times when I'm depressed and I'm so clinically depressed that I can barely get out of bed. You know those moments where you're just on the bed all day. And just you, you don't even feel like eating, mm. um, and like, you just cannot be bothered about the world. Um, mm. The to me in like in in those moments, um, um, ways that you know I've um, to me ways that I've um, helped myself is actually like just the small things, really, just. Um, being able to give myself assurance, um, being able to like um, give myself um, the space for affirmation, giving myself the space to be kind and compassionate to myself, that is also um, a way that agency manifests because that's you trying to make a, a terrible situation even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, how, and how does those small decisions add up, right? Because you know, when you're on the bed and like you, and you feel it, it's you feel like your body is so heavy, it's as if like a boulder mm. is right on top of your chest. Mm. Um, you know, what can you do then? You know, would it help? Would it help for you to? Would it? Would that? Would it make you feel better to like maybe reach out to a friend? Would it make you feel better to um, reach out to your you know, healthcare professional and say that, hey, this is what I'm going through. You know, I'm my medication. Would it help you to, um, you know, think about, you know, um, the things that could, you know, make you feel better? Even just like the small things. If, to me, those are ways that, you know, agency and sovereignty manifests and you like it might not be intuitive right because how how are those things like related to agency and sovereignty but it's you trying to make a situation better and no matter what level of impact um that that decision has the the principle of it is that it's you trying to 
you know, trying to make things better for yourself. What do you do yeah. when that time comes? No, I'm asking you. Oh, me, me. I'm not right? saying like, um, what do you do, people? Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Right. Right. So, um, if you don't mind sharing. Right. So, um, and so we talked about this like a bit earlier in the podcast. You know, like what if you don't if if you're not using CBT during a breakdown, what do you do? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so this is where I answer it. Um, so. Um, the, there's a there's a there's a different mode of therapy. It's called acceptance and commitment therapy. Interesting. Okay. So I've, what is? I've never heard of that. Okay. All right. Uh, happy to introduce you to it. Uh, <laughs> so ACT ACT is about you um, being um, you not being at war with yourself by being by trying to embrace and accept that yes I am feeling these things and it's okay for me to be feeling these things I don't need to have all the answers I don't need to be in absolute total control of the situation I just need to acknowledge that um, these things are happening to me. It's, and it's, mm-hmm. No, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's actually very, very like, you know, there's different ways that you, uh, I mean, there's different methods like in ACT that you can use in order to like re, um, reclaim your sense of self when you're having a breakdown. Because when you acknowledge that, um, you know, when I say acknowledge, right, um, it goes beyond being able to say that, yes, I'm having a breakdown. It, it goes into, part of it is removing the guilt that mm. comes with it. Mm-hmm. It's like the meta emotion, the emotion behind the emotion that you're having. Because mm. a lot of times, like when when we're feeling terrible about ourselves, right? Um, you, then you, the emotion behind the emotion is that why am I feeling terrible about myself? Oh my god, I shouldn't be terrible about myself. Mm. It's you, you, you that's it's like a, there's an inner bully that just makes things worse. And so it's usually of, that guilt that makes it worse. Yeah. yeah and and in the tools in ECT actually what it does is that um, it's 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 being able to stand in the middle of the storm without trying to change the storm mm. because you acknowledge that it will pass mm. a bit of mindfulness a bit of meditation yeah yeah um uh ever heard of radical acceptance by, um okay it's cool my therapist um recommended me that book i have the book i should have finished reading it <laughs> um i've been trying to find the audiobook version but i couldn't <laughs> i'm not a big reader but no yeah it's it it, it mm, only reading like the first few chapters it's like okay yep this is definitely something that i need to be doing a little bit more just accepting that 
Okay. Um, yeah, uh, this is all shitty. But um, I don't have to beat myself up for it. It's fine. And it's not It's not fine, but, you know, just, you know. Uh, again, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't finish the book, so... <laughs> uh, I can't really say much about it. Um, but no, yeah. Uh, another thing on my list to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it, it's, it, is, uh, it is like that, yeah. Because um, uh, a, a different way of like looking at it is that um, the, the thing with CBT, all right, um, the thing with CBT, I, I'm, I'm going to liken it to chess. Okay. Mm. Uh, um, because it's black and white, so it's it's a, it's a nice little metaphor here. Um, you have the black, you have the black bit, and you have the white bit, and then mm. both sides are trying to like win each other. You know, mm. the ne- the negative part is trying to be like, oh no, but it is going to be like that. It is going to be like it's terrible. Things are going to just be the worst, absolute worst. There's no point to all this. And then the positive bit is just like, oh, it's okay, it's fine. Like, you know, like you can overcome it, you can do it. And then, but really, what, and, and that's and, and that's CBT, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but ACT is more like you being the chessboard. Okay, so you acknowledge that, okay, this is happening. People are playing on, on top of me. Um, yeah, there yeah. is a <laughs> there is a storm <laughs> on top of me, and it is what it is. So I'm going to accept it. And mm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and at first, it might not feel intuitive about why this can be a powerful tool, you know, because. It's you know it it feels it feels simple and even um, even at first like you might even think like the positive um, uh, the positive thought process feels already like ACT well yeah I'm trying to you know make things better I'm trying to but it's 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 beyond it's beyond that ACT is more like um, I. I acknowledge that I am trying to make myself feel better. I acknowledge that I am trying to... Um, uh, I acknowledge that I am also feeling negative things. I acknowledge that, um, you know, these thought processes are happening, you know, um, as, as a consequence. I acknowledge, I acknowledge, I acknowledge. And um, how do I say this? Um, Ah, if I can give like a very short exercise right now, actually. <laughs> um, God. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm going to assume uh, to the list that the listeners out there are wearing clothes. Uh, and <laughs> I'm, <laughs> it's because I'm trying to sure use the sensory so. part. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to highlight this, how, um, uh, your senses can help guide you in this. Okay, so you're wearing clothes, and you can, f- um, you you know that you're wearing clothes, but your you your body is so accustomed to it that it's just like, yeah, it's just like a second skin. I'm not actually feeling the clothes, you know. But now take a few minutes, 
you just acknowledge that yes, I am feeling the clothes on me. Um, I can sense the softness. I can sense the texture. I can sense which parts are actually touching my skin. I, I can. Um, I I can feel which parts aren't covered by my clothes. Ah, oh, okay, that's. I'm I'm acknowledging all these senses happening. Now and apply that to your emotions. Mm, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like, mm. ah, I am feeling guilty about this. Ah, I am feeling sad about this. Ah, I am feeling X, Y, Z about this. But without the judgment, because it, you become a bit, you're, you're putting more and more distance between yourself and the emotion because you're now just observing it as an impartial observer. And it's it makes things easier. I mean, it, it makes that emotion less intense and controlling. It makes that emotion less part of your identity. Mm. You are now actually like less attached to making the emotion as part of your identity. Are you coming out with a new meditation app? <laughs> that that's <laughs> that's actually like a, um you know I can share with you like a few free resources and maybe you want to link it to the listeners um, for <laughs> oh god that's that's a problem I I, I mean I think, no I mean it's like uh I was supposed to do something else for the listeners but it's okay I won't remind them um <laughs> uh, uh but this does hundred percent remind me of. Um, when I was meditating using Headspace, Headspace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, basically acknowledging that, okay, um, feel like every time you start, it's like, okay, um, be mindful of your breathing, how your hands are laying on your thighs or how this and that feels, then like, you know, just go through all of that and then okay let's go with the emotions now like okay let's you're sitting quietly in your spot any emotion you feel that's totally fine just um like acknowledge it with a very light feather and then boop, okay yep mm -hmm. oh i feel that mm -hmm. okay cool mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah I really need to do meditation. <laughs> um, is that something that you usually practice? I mean, not meditation, but ECT and the like. Um, I I try to like um and and something something about like um uh, like the process of recovery um is that sometimes you remember to do it and you can be a bit more structured about it, definitely. Um, but at this phase of my journey, I'm a little bit more ad hoc about it. Uh, so I'm just like, oh, yes, that thing. Yes, I can do the thing at this juncture. <laughs> so, um, I, so to me, like, that's, it's something that I do as and when. And sometimes it could be during a breakdown. Sometimes it could be like, you know, like when I'm not necessarily breakdown, but at the 
beginning, super beginning stages of like just even feeling uncomfortable. I'd be like, mm. ah, wait a minute, this is, this is guilt. Ah, this is shame. I see. Ah, this is fear of failure. Ah, I see. Okay, just becoming more mindful about, you know, your your emotions and seeing, um, seeing where it, where it goes. But always the point of ACT really is that to, um. To acknowledge that your feelings are part of you, but that it does not define you or your identity. Mm-hmm. It is not you, you. It is just part of you. Yeah. It kind of reminds me about how you mentioned that. Okay, let's say in a week, I get one breakdown. Um, I do feel like it's very very important to practice all of this when you're not having a breakdown because definitely when you're having a breakdown it's gonna be so fucking hard to do it but but because because you do it like say i mean ideally if you if you do it every day and then okay on the day where you get that breakdown you're in that okay no it's okay i'll, I'll just do what i I've been doing. I, I've I've trained for this, so to speak. Um, and um, yeah, that's that's why I feel like if you are doing something like this, if you're doing meditation or mindfulness techniques and stuff like that, it really is important to have that consistent practice so that when shit hits the fan, you can do it. <laughs> and it uh, and it you know it, it's more effective. Mm-hmm. I. I- I agree. I really agree with that. Yeah, it it does take a lot of um, does take a lot of practice to be able to make it part of like a skill set that you have, like a tool in your box yeah. that you can just like pull out. Yeah, and it's something that's really useful anyway, like in your day to day. As you know, as even like the the smallest inconvenience will be very useful. You know, to have this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, okay, there's someone yelling at me. I will I can stay calm. I am being mindful. I would really like to punch this person in the face. I acknowledge that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> but I will resist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because yeah, it's 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 the same with my last job when I'm teaching um, uh, calming down tactics with with, um, people on the spectrum. Okay, we're going to practice this. Okay, just so that when shit hits the I don't say that, but when shit hits the fan, you can do it. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's a skill. It's a skill that you definitely need to practice. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what? Uh, no, I I feel like we're we're having a great conversation about all this. So yeah, I wanted to acknowledge you and appreciate you on that. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, speaking of practice, so what I tried to do. Uh, to manage my depression, all that. Uh, I know, I mean, I, I do this a lot of times, but sometimes 
I do it for a while, then it doesn't stick. I mean, there are like a list of things that I do. So like, you know, um, affirmations and uh, exercise and all that and stuff that really, really helps. So yeah, lately I've been, so far, I've been following uh, this little checklist that I made. So all the things I have to do every day. Just, okay, so the checklist will um, help me do it more consistently. And then when I do it more consistently, it's like, okay, these things will just be things that I just do to keep, you know, the darkness at bay. Yeah, so it's it's been helping. Because while I was trying to look for my next job, it's like I, uh, I think it was, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, maybe maybe two weeks ago. I, so a couple of weeks ago, I had like a slump, which I hadn't ha- haven't had in a while. Uh, you know, just trying to figure out what to do uh, with my next career choice. So it's like. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Uh, and then it got worse and worse and worse. And then you know, I brought it up in therapy and like, yeah, let's um, let's try to avoid that next time. <laughs> so yeah, me, me and my therapist just came up with a checklist. Okay, let's do these things. Um, try our best to follow it and um, see how it goes. It's it's one of those things where okay, I'm gonna just gonna do it. Uh, slightly begrudgingly (laughs) and once (laughs) uh, but then you really feel the effects and it's like yep I'm gonna do this I need to do this every day (laughs) Um, yeah it's mm, yeah Mm. I don't know where I'm going with it I'm I'm really really happy for you yeah like this, this is progress this is progress seriously and like you know the uh you you have a list and you know you're doing your best to be consistent with it and you can feel the effects you know these are new new parts of your journey that you're experiencing and that you're um you know have you're having it you're having a build-up of faith in that in in your recovery mm. you know and you're giving yourself like you know the the space um, to sorry, uh, that that what space? Uh, sorry, I, oh, did yeah. you say build up or? Right. Yeah, build up a faith um, in your recovery. Okay, you're you're trusting. You're you're giving the trust of the process in recovery. Mm. Mm. Giving that trust is hard. <laughs> it's uh, hard. okay. It's 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 a small. It's a small, small, slow, slow process of building the trust. Mm. Definitely. No. Yeah. Because um, starting with, you know, getting to know your situation a little bit more when you have a mental health thing, um, you hear a lot of advice. You hear a lot of like, yeah, you should exercise. Yeah, you should um, eat right and sleep right and meditate and uh, tell yourself nice things. (laughs) Um, It's like... (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it's it, I think it's a blessing if you get there. Uh, I mean like it, it it's a blessing if you get to the point where you trust it definitely. 
it's a blessing if you can get there without hitting a very low low or hitting rock bottom because mm. it when you get there good thing is yeah you're more you're more open to the idea you're more like mm, yeah I, I don't want this anymore so oh you want me to meditate fuck yeah let's do that uh, uh, checklist cool let's um do this so it's like you're it sucks that sometimes you have to you don't have to it depends really but sometimes you do get to that point where okay this sucks um mm. let's do those things that i thought were fucking woo woo <laughs> um yeah yeah you uh, know yeah 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 uh, i think uh, you're familiar with alcoholics anonymous or mm-hmm. at least heard of it yeah yeah so i think they have their own book set of rules and there is something about hitting rock bottom and that's where that's where yeah the healing starts and stuff like that oh, of course alcohol is so much more hard um and destructive but i mean they're both destructive but yeah yeah um it's been Two hours and fifty minutes. <laughs> it, no, this is a nice conversation. I do um, appreciate you dropping by uh, virtually <laughs> to talk about uh, sharing your experience. I think uh, it's it's um, I. So you know that you recommended that. Uh, podcast guy I'm not gonna give too much detail but uh, you recommend that guy and it's like oh what do you want to do what do you want to um, what is it with the podcast that you want to uh, give to your viewers and stuff like that I do feel uh, hopefully I get better but I do feel a little guilty because it is my conversation with you it's not like this conversation uh, like it's not a it's not yeah the listeners are listening but it's technically just me talking to you i do hope people feel this uh, at least a little bit of how i feel just talking to people who are going through you know this kind of difficulty it's 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 good to know that you're not alone it's good to know that um these cha- these are might sound light but the challenges are real and the the emotions are real the uh, the difficulty and all that and um just being able to talk to you and you know just go through this conversation i really do hope that whoever's listening <laughs> um gets a little bit of that you know, oh, this is how it feels like, or, oh, I felt that way, or, um, and, you know, just feel, just know that, you know, you're not, I'm saying you know is so fucking long. <laughs> it's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that thing you say when, you know, <laughs> you want to you wanna say something but you don't know what to say. Uh, I really do hope that people feel less lonely or 
understand the I always go back and forth with calling it illness or um, uh, yeah I, not to say that I'm triggered when people say that but I, I it is a condition that is difficult it's something that needs to be managed but yeah I really hope that just listening to your story, people understand a little bit better, um, if not uh, about themselves, you know, about people who go through similar situations. Let's not say that, oh, only people who are depressed feel like this or only people who are, um, you know, diagnosed with anything go through something like this. It, sometimes it does really feel like, oh, I've, I've felt that. I mean, I felt this way even before I was diagnosed or I, or even people who aren't diagnosed, they would share some similarities to the situation. It's like, oh, it's not crazy of me to <laughs> um, feel this way or go through this kind of slump that is crippling. Uh, and yeah, I just hope that people know that it's not weird well it is weird. <laughs> I know. it's it's not um it's i'm giving a cue to see if you can chime in <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> i well i i think i think it's i think this is a beautiful effort really because it's like it's your way of showing support and solidarity um, to people who could be in the same boat and also to people who are um, who want to learn more about the experience um, and you know perhaps they have a loved one um, who um, is going through it and you know they want to learn more um, about how to help um, their loved ones so um, I think I think this podcast um, is a beautiful way of, you know, filling up the gap of, you know, even vocabulary, the gap of um, the kind of vocabulary, language, um, openness and vulnerability, because, you know, just being able to talk about this with someone um, and showing that, hey, it is okay to talk about it. And hey, it's, um, it's okay um, to be vulnerable. Um, about these things and that there are ways that you can talk about it safely and there are people who you can talk about it safely with so I think I think this is a really really great beautiful effort honestly thank you thank you for for dropping by Um, I do feel like it's like it's like when when, you know you want to show support and let's say for example um, Black Lives Matter oh I'm just gonna put a um, black square on my Facebook. Uh, it's like my my little effort into like, yeah, this is my fight in mental health awareness and all that. Like, I'm just talking. No, <laughs> but honestly, no, yeah, like this is it, it's a beautiful way of you taking agency seriously because like you know you you are going through this, you're experiencing this, and you want to find people who can resonate with it. And you know that there are people out there who um, may not even have, you know, the voice or the language to be able to talk about these things, you know? And this is, this is a beautiful way to help. And, like, I, 
it, it's no small matter, honestly. I, I think I think it's a really, really big step in you claiming your agency and your narrative in your experience and also, you know, highlighting and amplifying the narratives and stories of others. So thank you. Um, write that in the review. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I'll need a transcript of what I just said. <laughs> uh, um, not to cheapen the moment, but I kind of two minds of this, but uh, I do really want to talk to anyone who wants to, um, who feels like, oh, they want to talk, but doesn't really want to, I mean, don't really feel like there's a space for them to talk. Um, I know I've been doing this mostly with people that I know. I think so far it's only been one <laughs> other person that is like, oh, I, we're strangers. Let's talk about mental health. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to... <sighs> I, I hate selling. I, I really hate selling. But if anyone wants to uh, email me or <laughs> wants to get in touch, it's Jimbo for you at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Um, and Jim's an amazing host. You know, he'll absolutely you know, do, do his best to make you feel comfortable and, you know, make you feel like at ease, you know, to be able to talk about your situation. So, yeah, you know, drop a meal and, you know, get get on this this is really cathartic really it's uh it's a different way of you know getting therapy this is very this is kind of like talk therapy honestly mm-hmm. I, um i usually put out trailers I, i'm gonna i'm just gonna put that as a trailer like oh you can <laughs> okay um no yeah okay uh anything else uh I, there's a lot more to talk about but uh, i don't want to like okay uh strain the conversation i don't want to prolong it to the to the point where it's like even though yeah i'm still into it it's just that and um no yeah but is there anything else you want to point out or Um, you want to yeah this has been great Uh, that's what i want to point out this has been great i really enjoyed uh talking to you i i love that in the middle of this conversation i also was just like ah yes that's the thing that i should be doing yes i should do that (laughs) great thank you i mean no i mean uh, even though i'm saying i helped you but even though i helped you but yeah just me being able to do that is a great reward <laughs> for me. Um, but no, yeah, that's great. It's really good to hear. So yeah, cool. Awesome. Cool, cool, Yay. cool. Yay. I am going to stop the recording here. And that's it. I'd like to thank Yasmin for giving me her time and sharing with us her experience. I'd also like to apologize if not to the listeners that may or may not be there but to myself for releasing the episode super late and for the huge delay things have been shitty real shitty and i feel like i'm robbing myself of one of the things that does bring me joy or at least some bit of purpose in life by not doing the podcast Sounds stupid, but the more I let things slip and neglect the things that 
brings me the extra bit of positivity in my life I wouldn't be as positive with other people. So, yeah. I hope you guys are listening. I want to turn out more episodes as soon as possible. So please follow me on Instagram or Twitter for updates. Email me at jimbo4u at gmail.com for, I don't know, anything really. And I hope to see you guys later. I love you, I respect you, and I hope you join us again next episode. Bye!